Good morning. Waking up feeling so good. God is so good to share his goodness on the inside of us that transform on the outside so others can receive God's goodness. Waking up with not a thought, what do I have to do today or I have to get this done today? Not thinking about anything else, but eyes open thinking about goodness. Waking up smiling, waking up glad, waking up knowing what it is and not what it used to be. Waking up just being glad in it. And we all know what it's like to wake up being mad in it. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And we use that word strength. It doesn't mean anything physical. It means emotional, mental, spiritual in every area. It is our strength. And I want you to feel the goodness of God. Because God is showing you himself, showing me himself like never before. And I mean the essence of his divine presence, his identity, not in any way, shape or form, not just by music and dreams and visions, signs, nor symbols or music or vessels. God is walking in right where you are and showing you himself. And you know what's so amazing is that it states that if we see God, we depart our earthly suit because we cannot take encountering God. But there is nothing God cannot do regarding anything and everything. Creating new ways for us to see him and still be in our earthly suit. Shall we not know it? Yes, we know it. We renewing our yes, rededicating our yes. We renewing our joy and rededicating our joy. And we waking up refreshed, feeling refreshed to dedicate, feeling refreshed with our yes. Feeling refreshed with awareness of what's happening here without even knowing every detail because since that it's good things that are happening here because every good thing come from above. Our full focus is on God. We're not even thinking about Satan like we used to. We just spend so much time looking at the trouble, looking at challenges as trouble, looking at trials and tribulations as trouble. That let us know when we read the word, we got to really take it in. We can meditate on a passage and don't apply it. But we know we apply it. God showed me flamingos. We know when we apply it because we're satisfied due to what we receive by it. If the joy of the Lord is my strength, then I remain strengthened in the Lord regarding the joy that I'm perceiving all the day long. So nothing in this world can ever have me to be emotionally moved, become emotionally entangled, mentally entangled, physically entangled, disturbingly entangled ever again because we're pulling from the kingdom and we're pulling from the kingdom and we're discovering while we're pulling that we're pulling was actually on the inside of us to be revealed. So feel good and be glad to feel good. It's good to omit. I feel good. I don't feel bad. I don't feel confused. 
I don't feel heavy hearted. I don't feel burdened. Let's stay open for every area of God to move in. God is a free will. We have the ability to receive free will, operate in free will, respond due to free will, live based upon free will, demonstrate free will. Using our faith regarding free will, two realities regarding free will, a father of lies and a father of truth regarding free will. Operate from heaven or operate from demonic realms due to free will. And our soul says yes. That's why Satan not our soul because our souls are our will and our emotions. And we will ourselves over to God. Emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically feel the goodness of the Lord right now. Do you know how we feel determine what we see? Because we feel it in our heart. We feel it in our mind. And when a man think of where in his heart, so is he. We don't have time for no foolishness. Not even making no room for that anymore. We don't even feel good gossiping anymore. We have new words to speak, new words to communicate, new words, new ways, with new words. We're too hungry for anything less than who we are. Waking up full with goodness and releasing God's goodness in the atmosphere. We are attraction to goodness. We are magnet to success. We are magnet to prosperity. We are magnet to abundance. We don't ever have to go and put our hands through the search to find order for things to happen for us. No, God already have it to happen. We just walk it out and watching it come to pass. I woke up this morning. My phone was ringing very early. And you know, days ago, I would have been like, you know what? Do they not know I get sleepy too? Like you be getting sleepy too? And you get calls too? Get that ding too? I learned my lesson not to turn my phone off anymore. There was someone seeking God through me. Words of wisdom, words of encouragement, motivation, not to kill themselves. And they was going through that all night, doing that by themselves. Where is she? She's not getting my messages. Because I felt like, you know, I didn't want to be disturbed in my sleep. Not even aware. This person is reaching out because they're about to attempt suicide. And I read all the messages when I got up. I'm about to do it. I'm about to do it. I got the gun. I'm about to do it. And I'm still asleep. And I thank God for sparing them and keeping them to hold on until I got up. And I said, I would never turn my phone off ever again. And now that person taking trips in Dubai and all kinds of islands and countries, smiling and life is so much better than it ever been before. And I know that person feels so good. I am so glad that I did not take my own life. I am so glad I would not be seeing this day in the earth as it is in the kingdom. I am so glad I did not put my family through that mess. And I can see it all in that person's face. To God be the glory in all that we do. But I'm so glad to be a vessel. You cannot tell me nothing. Being used by God in such a magnificent way. Yes, Father, I'm glad I'm being used to be a blessing. Yes, Father, I'm glad that people are not giving up and they're giving their lives unto you. You dare go right, I'm glad. That's why I feel good. 
There's no way anybody could take what I do not give. I don't give over the joy. You have your own portion. He dealt to every one of us the measure of faith. Use your faith for your joy. Hallelujah. So I got a phone call. And I was like, you know what? Do they not know I'm up? Or do they think I'm asleep? Do they even care if I'm up or not? And I was like, mm-mm. I don't care about how I used to think. I don't care about how I used to say things. I don't care if it was a matter of minutes ago. I'm going to answer this phone. I feel too good not to answer. I don't care who it is. I'm going to let you know what it is, whether who you are or not. Wrong number? Okay, well, I found out it's the wrong number. You want to sit up and talk? Okay, we can talk. But give me a second. Let me get up a little bit, okay? I'm just not going to answer not anymore. If I just don't feel like talking right now, I'm not going to come out and say that. I'm going to say, you know, just give me a just give me a second, please. I'm going to call you right, right, right back. And majority of the time, we just talk it over. We don't want to go through all that and call it back. Let's just talk right now. What's up? You understand? And I received a phone call. And thank God I didn't disregard it like I used to because I came up higher by renewing my faith, rededicating my faith in God, rededicating and refreshing my trust in God, refreshing my praise unto God, refreshing my honor unto God, refreshing giving thanks unto God, refreshing my abilities being a used vessel here as it is in the kingdom. And a person called, hey, did you buy a ticket for Mother's Day brunch yet? I was about to do that. No, you don't have to do that. I just bought you one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. No more of, oh, I was about to do that. Oh, you don't have to. No, God said, I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. That's scripture. God put his word above himself because every word does not return to him void. So people that's out here walking around manipulating, disrespecting, taunting, like we have at one point, we were going through it. Putting our hands into stuff, putting our mouths into things, putting our thoughts regarding things, retaliating on the level of a problem. We were going through it. We were angry, agitated, frustrated, venting about it. Trying to figure out how come we're not receiving no peace while we up at night when you say our sleep will be sweet. Because you will be cursed if you out here cursing people. And curse does not mean in a form of witchcraft. It means you're going to be going through it to God get your attention. Father, nevertheless, forgive me. Not my will, thy will be done. Even when it comes to oneself, we denying God, we cursing ourselves, we blocking our own blessing. The opposite of blessing is cursing. So I'm not receiving a blessing because I'm in my own way where I'm cursing myself, not by saying that I have witchcraft or I'm demonic. No, it's saying that I'm blocking my blessing and I'm affecting people who's connected to be blessed with me. Come on, somebody. Let's tell the truth. Let's shame every demon. Let's shame the devil. And until we say no more of that, 
until we say yes, God, regarding your will, not just yes, God, with my finances, yes, God, with my health, no, yes, God, with my thoughts, yes, God, with my deeds, yes, God, with my mouth, yes, God, with my spending, yes, God, regarding my eating, spiritually and naturally, yes, God, regarding my parenting, now or later, yes, God, regarding me and my family forevermore. Yes, God, regarding my community. Yes, God, regarding everywhere my feet tread. Yes, God, regarding my praise. Yes, God, regarding my worship. Yes, God, regarding my giving of thanks. Yes, God, regarding my faith. Yes, God, regarding my awareness in you. Yes, God, regarding my trusting in you. Yes, God, regarding my obedience is better than sacrifice regarding you. Yes, God, I say yes to Christ. Yes, bless you are my Lord, my personal Savior. Yes to my Savior. Yes to be trusting in you. Yes to be believing in you. Yes to be down with you. Yes to be rising with you. Yes to be being seated with you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Holy Spirit, you are my comforter. Yes, Holy Spirit, you can comfort me. Yes, Spirit of truth, you can tell me of any lies. So I will not walk in any lies anymore. Yes, Holy Spirit. Release unto me the knowledge and the wisdom and more knowledge and more wisdom to teach me in the way I, and lead me in the way I should go. Yes, spirit of truth, I receive you. Yes, 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 my soul says yes. And now everybody's been, you understand, blessed by my yes. Like I'm being blessed by your yes. Many people being snatched out of the enemy's hand because of our yes. We are prospering because of each other's yes. We are blessed to be a blessing because of our yes. Do you understand? God will show me when I say no, the times I said no, how it affect those around me. They begin to start falling short and stop taking it seriously because they see me stop taking it seriously. And I realized, wait a second, we are all called to lead, but we can only lead by following. And we have to follow after Christ in order to lead Christ like him. I'm not saying, yes, God using me just in this area and God, I got it in this area. No, Jesus, take the wheel because you know the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that person was, you know, persistent. I want you to know, I, I already got your ticket. You good. And so I'm like, okay, thank you. It wasn't, no, I got it. Even when it comes to us, guys, we used to saying that. We can't say that anymore. God will use those who's trying to curse us to turn around and bless us. God might in his power, his miracle would not have been released if Pharaoh's heart didn't turn back to being hardened from being hearkened to let the Israelites go. He changed his mind once they got near the water. No, go back after them. Hold on, who going to be doing what they've been doing? We had them for 400 years. We weren't even born when they got started. All we know is them being slaves unto us, doing labor for us. We don't know what to do of our own. Just like 1864, Declaration of Emancipation. The slave owners were like, no, we don't want to let go of the slaves. We'll not do no work. We'll not raise our own kids. We'll not pick no cotton. All we do is know how to give orders. We'll not take any. 
We know how to ditch it out. We don't know how to take it when it come back in return. We fight in this one. So they came up with an agreement. You're free, but if you want to get paid for what your services are, you can go back to the plantations and work for a pension. You don't have to pick cotton for free anymore. Now you can get paid because they need you to still pick the cotton, but it won't be for free anymore. And John Adams was acting as if he was with it, but was really like, wait a second, Abraham, you doing too much. But it wasn't Abraham. It's the God of Abraham. And I'm talking about Abraham Lincoln. Because that Abraham Lincoln, that Abraham serves the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Just like you and I. And back to the testimony, Pharaoh was like, no, go back and get those Israelites. Oh, no. Went from saying, give them all our things, give them our cattle, give them our jewelry, give it to our food, I don't care. And they carry these things. And they began to panic. You know how many times they panicked the Moses? Moses, look what you have done. You led us all the way here. And look at us. How the world we going to cross over? We don't have no boats. And those people were probably looking like the Egyptians, looking at them like, yeah, what you going to do now? Yeah, your God led you this far. Let me rewind it a little back. When God first approached Moses about going to Pharaoh, who do you say? What do I say? Who you are? He don't serve you. He don't worship you, God. Yeah, you are the true living God, but he serve a false God. Who can I say you are to me? Is he going to believe that you are who you say you are? Because he serves somebody else. His somebody else is not true, but he believes that his is truth and mine is not. That's all he believed in, what he known. So who do I tell you are? You're not this false God. You're not that false God. You're not that. So what name should I give him? Because all their gods have names, false names. So what should I tell him you are to me? I am that I am. Hallelujah. I am that I am. Now go back to the Declaration of Emancipation. It didn't go into effect until 1865, but it was put in a system in 1864. It took them a year to try to go back and forth to have the slaves and do the labor and be free. No, that's not being free, still doing slavery work and labor. So we're going to pass a law where you could get paid and get pensions, but it's not going to be a lot, but it's going to be something. Now, all the way down from that, Encounter from Moses to that, you understand. God's still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We no longer have or operate in a slavery mentality, robbing ourselves from our own blessings. It doesn't matter who God chooses to use, how God come through. Because I was like, God, I thank you. They called me saying they bought my ticket, you know, Mother's Day brunch. I was on my way to pay for that. And God said, I paid for it. I paid for it. See, seeing God in ways and encountering God in ways I never see. I'm seeing a side of God, his sense of humor. And you know why? 
because I'm able to right now. So are you. Because we're open. We discovered who we really are. So now we enjoy our identity and our connection back with God. So we've been through the quickening and the shopping. And trust me, we're still going to be learning. But not in the sense of the old being passed away. We already made that declaration. Made that confession with our lifestyles. And now God's seeing that we're not playing around. We're hungry and we're humble with our hunger. Now we see the side of God, the glory side of it. And not always the correcting side. Let me let me show you. Let me teach you. No, you're learning. Enjoy it. And God said, Quidditch, no, she didn't pay for that. And he was playing. You know, God was being extra. <laughs> I saw God being extra for the first time. She didn't pay for that. Now, he know I know that she didn't, but she's a vessel. He was just being funny. He was like, I paid for that. Every good thing comes from, he said, just like that, every good thing comes from above. <laughs> Receive everything coming from above. Enjoy everything. You are open to receive me to release everything. You're not in your own way regarding nothing. You forgive, you let go, you repent, you rededicate, you discover, you be quick and you advance and you be sharpened. You're humble, you honest, you sincere. You trust me, you obey me. I have your yes and you have my amen. So goes for you. No more. Oh, you want me to go to the store? Oh, no, I'm on my way right now. They may want to pick up everything for you. That's God. We keep looking at the vessel. Even when it comes to the people that can be disturbing and turn around and want to bless. I don't think I want to eat that cake. They probably put poison in it. Anything that goes down daily will not affect you. If I take any daily thing, you take any daily thing, it will not harm you. Trust me. <laughs> I gave you guys a testimony one time. Someone thought it would be a good idea to put small shattering pieces of glass in my cup of juice. <laughs> and I was drinking the juice out of the glass. Then all of a sudden, Holy Spirit say, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Look in the bottom of the glass. I'm looking, I'm like, oh God, what is in here broken? What glass in here shattered? Nothing was shattered. God said, that person wanted you to swallow that pieces of glass. But I see everything. And I'm in control over everything. And I keep the devil at shame. Don't even mention it to the person. Just by them knowing that you okay, it puts them to shame. Because Satan will always prevail, not when it comes to a children of mind, save God. 
So do good to those who don't do good unto you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Bless those. Bless those. Bless those. Bless them with your smile. Bless them with doing it in the past and walking in the future. Bless them without bringing it up. Bless them without unforgiving and forgiving them. Bless them with moving on forward and keeping them to come with you. Bless them. Bless them by not telling nobody else about it. Bless them by not even saying nothing else about it. Bless them. Because I'm going to bless those who bless you. So we cannot hinder and block somebody else's blessings. That's blessing us. I got it. No, we know you do. Let God move. No more of that. We trying to have people to know, oh, we have it. We, are we not broke? <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we not rolling like, are we good? We already know that. Now feel the goodness of the Lord. Of course you're good. You walk with God. So allow God to be God and show you that he's good in every area of your life and my life without saying no. Let's stop hindering our own blessings and stop affecting people negatively by us saying no and say yes. God's yes mean God, you have full permission. Yes, God, you can do whatever you want, however you want. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God means yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm here, God. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm available, God. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm open, God. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm willing, God. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm using my faith for it. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes. I'm here, God. Yes. Turning down so many blessings by me turning down God's yes. And it was affecting people around me that's connected to me. But I thank God for my right now and forevermore. Yes, now you are reaping the blessings that come along with my yes. And I know it feels good because I feel good receiving your yes. Hallelujah. Just stay focused on God and think about your yes. Every time you think about good, you just renew your yes. Rededicate your yes. Refresh your yes. It wouldn't be no restoration if it wasn't for no redemption. Thank God for a redeemed yes. A restored yes. It don't matter who God chooses to use, what person, place, or thing. I'm not looking at anything to appear, to appear, to appear, to appear to be the least. God says not the least. He said it appears to be the least. That means it look like naturally. And whatever look like naturally is what? Subject to change. That flower is not going to stay with just two stems, it got to sprout up. So don't be moved by what it look like. That place may have to be painted, gutted, remodeled. So don't be moved by what it look like. 
That neighborhood may look dangerous. It may look like it's treacherous. It may look like it's drug infested. Prostitutes everywhere. Look like there's nothing good happening out of that neighborhood, that community. And you're praying and you're walking the streets and you're praying and you're sowing seed. Don't be moved by what it look like. That person's still not listening. That person's still not coming along. That person's still being stubborn. Don't be moved by what it look like. Just like God wasn't moved by what you and I look like. And look at us today. Hallelujah. Glory be unto God in all that we do. Don't be moved by what it looks like. He said what it appeared to be, not what it is. Because that's not so. That's not the finality. That's not it for a thing or a person or a place. God teaches us not to just move by what the natural eye is looking at, what appears to be appealing to the natural eye. No, the natural eye has limits. How many times you saw a car that was brand new and saw a car that was back in the day, but we want the new model, nothing wrong with it, but that old car can do more than what that new model looking today's car can never do. For one, because what it's made of. I seen a car being bashed in. I said, is that styrofoam inside of a door? You got to be kidding me. Because you know, the hoopties back in the day is nothing but steel, nothing but metal. Yeah, you go ahead and try to hit a hoop if you want to with a Toyota, with a Lincoln even. Don't even matter with a truck. That hoopty going to tear that mess up. Them Lincolns back in the day, them coolie high days. Well, I don't want this position on the job. This position don't look good enough. I got too much going for myself. I'm overqualified for this position. I want that position. Don't be moved by what it look like. I have 50,000. I want 70,000. Don't be moved by what it look like. Hallelujah. Don't be moved by what it look like. Don't be moved by what it sounds like. Don't be moved at all naturally. Just stay tuned in spiritually. Be moved by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's the only thing that can move God is his own words. Hallelujah. Not any other. Hallelujah. And I was so excited. So many invitations and so many blessings upon blessings. And you know, we sit and we be patient. We look at times for others when we see blessing upon blessing. And you can tell you like, oh yeah, that's glory. That's not but glory upon glory upon glory. Okay, I got my day. I'm happy for them in their day. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad. And there go you and yours. Blessing upon blessing. It's my turn. Blessing upon, this is it. Blessing upon blessing. I'm in it. Blessing upon blessing. 
is happening for me. Everything that God said to me, and doesn't that feel rewarding? You can feel moments leading up to the plan because you can feel the goodness of God and you're declaring the goodness and you know about the goodness. You don't have no time for nothing negative anymore. You don't have time for nothing bad anymore. You just want better and better is more of God. You feel good down in your soul. You lie down feeling good. You sleeping good and you wake up feeling good. There's a realm in the kingdom. <laughs> It's like a big old stadium, ram upon ram, and they have their hands behind their head and their feet propped up, crossed, and they're relaxing, listening. Like all that sowing and all the prayers that all the heavenly hosts, angelic hosts, were sown into us and being dispatched unto us, they kicking back like Christ was on the boat. Like you got it, you got it. Peace is still. I'm up now. <laughs> Peace, be still. Peace is still in your life. And peace is not going anywhere. You have found the mystery and it became yours. So now you know what it takes to keep the peace and remain in peace. No matter if chaos is around. You know how to keep the joy. Now it's yours to keep. You found the mysteries. And the mysteries is discovering you already have it, but going through a preparation due to a process of being empowered, consecrated, motivated, educated, you understand, elevated, <coughs> discovering who we really are as children of God and what we really have, like our God. And it feels so good. It's so rewarding. Before I get off of here, just feel the goodness. There's nothing in this world that can take your goodness. Because the goodness is on the inside of you. You can dance in the goodness. Just let go. I'm not used to being affectionate. Let go and get used to being who you really are. Oh God, that goodness is going to change so many people around you because they're seeing you in ways they never seen you and I. It's no more going back and forth and, you know, changing our minds and not being consistent or persistent. No, they see the consistency of our faith. They see the consistency, the consistency, excuse me, of our joy. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. And that's all God wants for every single one of us is to discover who we really are and receive our father because of his love for us. How much he loves us. Everything is because he loves us. Because I love you. Because I love you. It's because I love you. I see a plane taking off so fast. Because I love you. 
every miracle, every dream I've sown in your heart thus far, the things that you are aware, let's not even talk about the things that you are not, but let's talk about the things that you and I are aware of that we have dreamed and redreamed and dreamed and dreamed and visionized due to the vision and wrote it down, not any other thing, but writing down what God said to us was in our heart and we guarded and we used our faith for it. Sometimes we cried that night, sometimes we pushed food away naturally, sometimes we had tantrums and sometimes we got impatient, we got anxious, we got, you know, deceived out of the ways of the world regarding our emotions. And here we are in the outcome, exiting out of the fiery furnace. You are out of the fiery furnace. But I cannot be excited for you. I can be excited with you. You have to bring up your confidence Renew your confidence. Rededicate your confidence. People are running to bless. This person just kept, I'm, I'm, I did it already. I couldn't wait to do it. It's done. I got it. You're going. Okay. And I was like, oh, what, what would I wear? You know, like, what should I buy to wear? God was like, mm, 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 mm. leave that up to me. Leave that up to me. A lot of times you'd be like, I don't want that. I, I can do it myself. Don't ever turn God down ever again. It don't matter if it's from a person that you understand who you know says things or has said things to despitefully use you and disrespect you. God given us 66 books and every outcome due to everyone's preparation and process was, it is for the glory. It's not about, I've been through this, yeah, that hurt it, yeah, I was up. And it's okay to testify strategically, but really overall, it's all for the glory. Thank God that I'm still here. Thank God that I pushed past. Thank God that I endured. Thank God that I'm so much better. Thank God. That's a message of good news. This is what happens when you say yes. Hallelujah. God used me to sit in a couple of homegoing services of people I didn't even know. Just walking in and God led me to sit way in the back. And some would just be like, okay. And then some was like, you know, let's find out. Is this person, do they have any relations with this person? Oh, God. Did she, was he with her on the side? Is she coming in here? Do she got any key? They start putting more and jury all in the situation. <laughs> no glory in it. So some even asked, you know, hi, how are you? You know, um, are you, you know, family? No, actually... I saw that it was a celebration of life and I wanted to come and support and celebrate the person's life too. And they was like, oh, well, all right. I mean, um, get somebody, get her obituary. And you see how good news travels? Only when we are led to do something. It ain't just, oh, you just walk in somebody's home going service and sit down. No, God led me to do those things because good news travel. Wow. She don't know us. She just came in from outside saying she's supporting us and, you know, celebrating the life with us. Oh my God. And someone be looking back like, who? Yeah, her right there. Don't, don't, don't look, don't look, don't look. Hold on, turn around, wait, wait, wait. And some just don't know how to wait. They look. I said not to look. <laughs> I can't stand that. Let me tell you guys right now, don't do that. 
Don't do that, please. Because people always know, just like we always know, when somebody is told to look back and don't look back, and they look back anyway. Please don't do it to me, y'all. If I say, oh, look who the room, don't look. Don't look, don't look. Wait, wait, wait. Don't look, okay? Don't look. <laughs> if I go to your house, I'm a great cook. If I go to your house, let me warm up to who, you know, warm up to who I am to you. You know, we can't be putting each other on blast. Okay, you okay, come in here and help me with these peas. Help me with this, you know, chicken and dumplings. Yeah, of course I would help. But let's let people warm up until the encounter. Because we wouldn't want that either. Let's put ourselves in other people's shoes. Regarding what we're saying to each other. Do you want to be lied to? Do you want to be put on blast? Do you want people, family to look at you, look back at you and you looking like, oh God, you feel that tension in the room? Do you want to be the talk of the situation? Do you want somebody to bring you to their family or their friends and they looking like, uh-uh, we don't, we don't like, we don't like them. Well, we want that. So why are we doing that to other people? We have to stop doing that to other people. Do we want people to lie on us? Disrespect us, taunt us? A lot of times we feel so good when we have family and friends around. But there are times when we will go to somebody else's family and friends that be around. When we want to be treated like we're treating others. Because our friends and family cannot go everywhere. We got to come across somebody else's family and friends, whether it's on the job, family and friends, neighborhood, family, friends, relational family and friends, fellowshipping with family and friends. Do you understand? Do you want to feel like you're not important? Sometimes we feel so dishonored. People could be so dishonoring. Oh, this person said happy birthday to me. Oh my goodness, wow, that was nice they said that. What everybody else did? What about everybody else's? Sometimes our responses be higher for some people and, than others. And people can sense that. So quick to run across the room and hug somebody else and walk past all those people that was just right there in our path and said nothing. That's why many people say right now, most of the people that I've been mistreated from and disrespected and, you know, are people in the church. And we can't keep taking up for it and be like, you know what? No, you, that don't mean you should leave. Yeah, it means that you shouldn't leave, but everybody not sees it to know what it's like to stay and go through a process to count it all joy anyway. We can't tell people we're going to do something and don't do it. We can't look at people different because their cleavage is showing. Because you're still going to heaven. Yes, you and your five kids. Okay, you don't have a man right now. So what to have a man for you? You're still going to heaven. You and your kids. Not those taunting words. 
not that disrespect. That's not going in the kingdom. Not even from the kingdom. Some of us think we're better because of what we have. And the things that we have is subject to change. It's not what we have. It's who we have. There are 66 books that tells us that. Look what Joseph had. And received the blessing because of who he had. Look at what Job had. And look how much more he got because of who he has. Even Apostle Paul, look what he had. See, many of us haven't read the scripture about how Apostle Paul had to stir Peter up. Even though Peter came in contact with Paul and introduced them to the other Jews and disciples, they was like, hold up, why are you bringing them here? And there was a time when Apostle Paul had to stir Peter up because it was a festive going on, a festivity, and it was very festive. And it was the Greeks and it was the Jews. And the Greeks and Romans had a lot of things. They had a lot. They had the, the best foods, the best wine, the best music, the best clothes. And Peter was looking at them from the outside, like many of us do in the earth. Looking at people that are earthly and operate in ways of the world and consider them to be better than us, higher than us. How can you prosper without God? How can I even put prosperity on you because of things? <laughs> Come on. When we live from a different reality. And Peter forgot for a second. He started looking at what they had. Oh, our clothes is old and we got bread and only fish. They got lamb. They got steak. They got. You understand? They got all this cattle and they got all the best wines. Peter started. And then guess what Peter did? He sat with them and act as if he wasn't a Jew. And he didn't deny being a Jew, but he wanted out there parading that he was one. He wanted to sit with them for a second and drink their wine and eat their good food and hear their good music. And Apostle Paul said, wait a second. You ministered to me. You blessed me from sitting amongst this crowd. Now I'm sitting amongst you. How dare you to sit amongst the crowd you delivered me from being used by God. It was just like God with Moses. You know how many times God said, I'm going to destroy them. He never said, I am. Because if he said that, he would have had to because he's not a liar. He said, I, you know, I'm thinking about it, Moses. But he was counseling him all along. Like he do with us to see if we are learning due to how we're responding. I'm about to destroy them. No. These are your people. Will you walk with them? I'm not going any longer. I will have them be led by cloud by day and fire by night. No, I'm not going anywhere without you, without your glory. You want me to walk? You walking with me pretty much. So spare your people. So Moses was, you know, Showing God that he's learning from him by how he responding to being God-like. And then all of a sudden, 
you became a hypocrite. You went back on your word, Moses, and that dishonored God so greatly. That's why you neither Aaron could cross over. In fact, Aaron went before you regarding going back home. And you took Aaron clothes and put him on his son. Giving his son, his eldest son, his garments. Because God was so dishonoring you too, Aaron, because you're in Moses' ear about what I'm saying. And you're telling him to do something different. And he listened to you? Moses, you sat there and talked me out of destroying Continue on to go with my plan and you had the audacity to listen to Aaron instead of me? Like God counseled Abraham, I'm about to destroy all of them in Sodom and Gomorrah. Here go Abraham to destroy the righteous with the wicked. That's not something God would do. If there be 30, would you spare the line? Yes. If there be 20 righteous, would you spare the entire land? Yes. If there be 10. Yes. I really believe if Moses said, if they, I mean, Abraham said, if there be one, he would have still said yes. Yes. God counsels us all the time and counseling us, just having us to respond to know how we're growing. Our level of growth to show us our growth. It's just like in class. We learn a lesson and then what? There's a day of the test to see what we learned. And you can tell who paid attention and who studied because they get a great grade. And God grades us based on our response. You understand? You're learning. Okay, now it's time for you to receive a higher level of this. Now this is falling in place because now you're aware of this. Now here comes that. Now very quickly... Let me give you a dream I had, and I thought it was very disturbing to God had me to see the beauty of it. It was me and two other people. And the first woman, she was preparing for her wedding within the same week. She was a week away from her wedding day. And she was just, you know, hey, I want this over here, this over there. You know, very luxurious looking, very nice and just so excited. We're excited for her. You know, yes, I want this like this, this like that. And and she just going for it. And she's telling us what she wants us to wear, you know, as bridesmaids or made of honors, getting the hairstyles again. We're like, okay, we're excited for you. And then the next woman, her wedding was two weeks from her wedding. And she was like, I got to prepare for mine too. And she said, you know what? I'm helping you prepare with yours because yours before mine, but I got to get mine prepared too. So I'm preparing for mine. I'm planning mine while I'm in you. Why are you planning yours with you? And there goes me, the last woman, the third woman. And I'm two weeks after the second woman. So I'm a month away from the first woman. So it's like mine was like the least. And I'm like, I don't have any supplies. (laughs) What, I don't have any, what am I doing? And everything that I had in front of me was like very, you know, beneath me. It was like from scratch. It was like, I'm in a kid's playpen. It was like glue sticks and crayons and color paper. Trying to make a wedding invitation. I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but I wasn't mad in the dream. I was just like, if this would have got to do, if this would have got to take. 
I was like, is this what it takes? Okay, I'm just cutting and gluing. I'm like, why am I cutting and gluing my invitation? Why am I coloring my invitation with crayons? Why is this rubbish? You know, it was like, oh my goodness, I have a month. What am I going to do? <laughs> and the woman, the first woman, she wasn't trying to help me. The second woman, she was too busy to help me too. They wasn't being me. They were just caught up in their own weddings. You got time for us to help you. We we we, we in the house. I'm I, I'm a week away. Yeah, and I'm two weeks away from her. And you're two weeks away from me. So it's a month before yours. You got time. I was like, how come mine's look the worst? <laughs> the least. What's going on? And I was disturbed. I was like, hold on, father. What's up with this dream? <laughs> God say, Quenisha. Okay. Don't look at that in the natural. I want you to know. Tell me, what is it that you want me to know, God, <laughs> about this drink? Tell me. <laughs> I am listening. Because I don't like nothing I've seen at all. <laughs> That's nothing I would ever do. And God said, Quenisha, are you ready to hear what I have to say? Yes. Did you hear everything I said? Yeah. Did you hear, did you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Those who are last shall be made first. I could just leave it like that. And you already received that level of power. That level of glory. Do you receive the weight to what I just said? It appeared to be the least. Appeared. 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 Does it mean that is it? Does it mean that will be? It means that is subject to change. You are now positioned to be in the front. What that person thought was is actually really not. And what you thought was is actually really not. So here you go. Go to the front. And I was like, oh. I got it. And he means that in all that we do. We're going to always feel overworked if we're trying to do it ourselves. Because it's going to be like we're putting out much and not getting anything really in. We're putting out more money, making more investments, but it's not much coming in. And it may be a season that it seemed like, oh, it's looking good, looking good, looking good. And then it's like, hold on, wait a second. This is not what I thought it was. Take your hands off, even with your thoughts. Because I was like, hold up. What is this dream even about? It was spiritual. She thought it was her wedding day approaching. She thought it was going to look like that and be like that. So did the next one. 
They thought that yours was after theirs. They thought that you were the least of things. They thought that would appear to actually be. But here you are in the front. Receive all that I have for you. Yes, I want you to thank the vessels that I'm placing your life as vessels. Thank you. But I want you to know it's because of me. Because every good thing don't come from a vessel. Every good thing come from above. So I'm blessing you beyond measure. You don't have to lift your finger to do nothing. That's why in that dream you didn't have anything to do. Because I'm not going to have you to do anything. You just going to receive That's why I showed you two days in a row, Walt Disney World. It wasn't for you to think that you're going there physically, even though you can go. But I want you to see that spiritually because the storyline behind Disney is happily ever after. And they stated that as a fairy tale. But I want you to know you're my story to tell. So it's not a fairy tale because this is your happily ever after. This is no waking up and saying, oh, it was a dream. No, this is your life. You may have to pinch yourself to see if you're dreaming. And you're going to know that you're not every time. So welcome to your happily ever after. My story to tell, not a fairy tale. I said, I would give you beyond what you can ask or even think. And you're open for my yes. And you're humble for my yes. Look what you're doing because of my yes. Look how you're blessing because of my yes. Now receive the blessing because you're blessed to be a blessing concerning my yes. Let me show you what my amen do according to your yes regarding my yes. People that think they're going to do, they're not going to do. People that think they're not going to do, going to actually do. People don't think that they have, going to actually have much more. People think they really have, not going to have until they sit down and learn that it only takes me. No one can do anything without me allowing it to happen. I say bless those who curse you. Do good to those who despitefully use you, lie to you, disrespect you. And all of you who are doing that, you are in the front. You are in the front line, on the front line. That is your portion. You are no longer in the back. It don't matter if it appears that you look very well where you are naturally. Here comes my super on your naturally. Because you are uniquely and wonderfully made. So here comes my glory upon glory in and through your lives. The way how I have you to invest and you obeyed, here comes your much more. Here comes your expansion for the lifestyle that I have you to live. No ever, don't ever, no longer ever forget that the least is what it appears to look like. I never say it is like that. I say it appears to be the least. David appeared to look the least. Was he the least? No, he wasn't. Because he took down the one that could seem to be the greater. 
If he could take down Goliath, he could have took down everybody else around Goliath. His entire family, everybody in the home, everything. And I prepared them for by him taking down bears and lions for a living. So how I'm preparing you is how I'm preparing you to do what I have you to do for a living. So you are made first. That's what the dream was about. You to see the significance of what it appeared to look like to the naysayers. To the assumers and accusers. But look at you now. Now bring those along with you who said no. Hallelujah. 